A lot can happen in three years, like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at UH1.com. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, how to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, how to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Welcome to the Fringe of It. Episode number 22. A weekly podcast by me, Liv Purvis, of What Olivia Did. And me, Charlotte Jacqueline from Betty. How are you doing, Liv? Um, I said when Liv came on Skype earlier that she looked like Jude Law from the holiday. And I said because I was half an hour late to our uh, Skype podcast recording, that was a consolation prize. I'm flattered. I'm flattered by the comparison. It's only because you've got your glasses on, just in case no, everyone's like, why does she look like Jude Law? And I've got a napkin underneath. <laughs> Mr. Napkinhead, is it you? Yeah, I've got a napkin, I've got a, a nice blue shirt with a few buttons undone, a little bit of chest hair coming out. No, I haven't really, but um, a Zara blouse and glasses, but I'm sure he had one of those at um, Cameron Diaz's pad. I'm sure he did. We've gone off on one and it's only been a minute. Let's let's, let's rein it back in. Let's um, rein it back in. We've not spoken for 12 days. I mean, we've spoken, but we haven't spoken spoken. I know we've not sat down and recorded and it is Sunday afternoon. We needed to get it done, but I feel like we've just I've been so busy. It's summer. I don't know what it is. So we're just going to do a catch-up episode today because I have pages of notes to discuss. Yeah, I feel like it'll be a catch-up, but I feel like even in our catch-ups, we end up covering topics without even meaning to. So it's going to be a bit more chill, a bit more chattery, um, and not too deep, which would be nice. I'm, I'm not sure. I've got a few things I I might need to get deep about. Sorry. Oh, actually, no, I take that back. There will be a bit of deepness, but in a, in a candid conversational sense we'll see we'll see so what have you been up to since we last met at the fresh store so I had to make notes because although I've not done an enormous amount I feel like if I didn't make notes I'd definitely forget so since I've done that I went to a wedding I went to a wedding yesterday um hence why I needed a nap today I'm not 80 I don't have afternoon naps like Churchill did at four o'clock I did just start watching Darkest Hour and although I fell asleep he was talking about how he needed his four o'clock nap every day. And I was like, that man, he was on to something. Yeah, I think, I don't think it matters if you're eight or 80, like any, everyone would benefit from a nap. Oh, do you know what? It was, sometimes I have naps and I feel really lethargic afterwards, but that one on a nice Sunday afternoon after like a belly full of breakfast, oh, I woke up and I feel energised, kind of. the, The right nap. Yeah, it was good. I, like, I just I listened to my body. My body wanted a nap, and I let it. There we go. Well, my answer for everything with June is, is she tired? Yeah. She's tired. That's ev- everything. So sleep is incredibly important. It is. Jo, jo and I were a bit well, like, quobbly last night. I think we were both really tired. Oh, we were just, that's... Jo and you just, like, you squabble about little things. Like, we were, like, we, I wanted to order a Domino's, and I was like, I was going to order it. I don't know, and Joe was like, no, we're going to pick it up. And all these little things that you'd never even think of sec- like discussing 
we were just getting on each other's nerves and it was because we were both so tired. Oh, me but, and Jack went to Tesco earlier on an empty stomach. I just said to Jack in the end, don't talk to me. So I knew I was being unreasonable. I know, that's what I felt like. I felt like when we came out of doors, I felt like just saying, let's not talk anymore because I'm I'm not being a reasonable person. I'm being a tired human. I'm not being a reasonable human right now. I'm just going to be quiet. I know, but yeah, no one comes off well. So, but anyway, we went to a wedding. We photographed a wedding, which was really lovely. Um, I, I'm, I was Joe's second shooter, which felt very fresh and cool. But it was our third wedding we shot together, which was really nice. But yeah, since we did the fresh event, I think I mentioned that I'd done a shoot for Red Magazine. I think. Did I no, that? you you have not mentioned that. I mean, I know that you've done that, but you've not you've not said it on not, here. Yeah, which is so exciting. I don't know um, so if you're allowed to talk about it. Yeah, and it'll be out next month. Um, so Red's one of my absolute favourite monthly magazines. Um, my new one just came in the post. So I'm really excited about that. And I just love it. I love it so much. I love the articles. I think I've waxed lyrical about it on here before, so I won't do that. Um, I also went on a trip with Elemis, which was this week. And that was lovely. Where did you go? Uh, it's a wilderness again. Oh, that place is just magic. Oh, so it's in Ipswich and it is absolutely beautiful. It was really, really hot. It was like earlier this week when it was in the peak of the heat. Well, in my notes, uh, I've put, let's talk weather. We've had it all, sun, wind and oh, rain. And thunder and lightning. So this was when it was hot. I feel like I can't remember the heats. I know, this was when it was hot. So it was Tuesday um, and it was like edging onto the 30s we were at lingering around the 29 mark and it was gorgeous it was just such a nice trip I mean I knew a lot about Elemis before and I really love them as a brand but again I feel like even when we did our fresh event and when we do these events with brands it's so nice to get a real insight to the brand and the two co-founders were there who were both women um so there's Noella and Ariel, um, the prettiest names ever. I was just and about to say, I think they just went on my baby list names, should we have I know, baby. I was like that. They were just so lovely. And just hearing about how they like worked together on the brand from when they were really young and talking about like it's UK production, all these things that you think you never you never realise. You just think big corporate brands Well and... you think Elemist, you've been around for years, but it had like all these things start somewhere. I know, and it was just so inspiring, and it's a really nice day. I mean, Wilderness is such a gorgeous space. I think if you're planning, like, even a, a night stay or, like, a family trip or a hen party or something, it is gorgeous. It's nice seeing it in a different season to when we went, because when we went, it was very green and lush and spring-like, and on this trip, obviously, the heat has been so intense that the grass kind of grown to be kind of this golden brown as these flowers and felt very wild and rustic which is very nice um where were so you on yeah. thursday when it hit did it what did it hit on thursday like 35 oh my god so what was i doing on thursday that is a good question I don't, well i basically had a meeting in the morning and um that was it and then i stayed at home and i just kind of didn't know what to do with myself for most of it because i was just so hot that my house was hot it was just, we haven't got, obviously, we haven't got air con. We've got, like, second floor. So the heat in the office was just unbearable. I filmed a video, actually, because I was so hot. I was like, I wanted to do a video about coping in a heat wave <laughs> as it struck. <laughs> Real-life footage. And uh, <laughs> there's, a, there's a clip of me with a flannel on my head. Documentary making at its finest. <laughs> <laughs> I can't wait to see this. Oh, David, it's going to be a David Atta, remove aside. 
it's a joy. Uh, and then I also went to see a film that I'm going to talk about in a bit for the second time because cinemas have aircon, and that is what a smart person would have done. Right. Let's list the kind of places that you need to be. So actually, when we did our event last week, we were on Marlebone High Street, and Paul Smith, their aircon was like raging. You went past, and you could feel it like three meters up. It would blow you out of the store. It felt so intense. Yeah, supermarkets, another great place to be. 100% supermarkets. Tesco um, Expresses in particular are like ice cold. I don't know yeah, why. Yeah, I thought I, I was in why. Marks and Spencer's and it wasn't that much cooler. I think because they've got the clothes section and then the supermarket, the fusion of the two just make, makes it not that cold. So that would be my second choice. Um, but cinemas, like, like I've said in the past, like dressing... <laughs> Yeah, dressing for the cinema is complex. I'm, I'm sticking yeah, with like you. Yes, dressing for an aeroplane. Some trains, apparently on the tube, there's four tube lines that have aircon. So you've got Circle and District and Hammersmith and City, which I technically think could just be one because they're all the same tube. Yeah. So I'd say, I'd recommend that. Apparently the overground's also aircon. So, yes, um, it is. And um, Virgin Trains, I came down Sunday, they are also air-conned. Stop, um, I didn't realise. And the central line are getting um, cooler trains in 2030. So, you know, not long to oh, wait, cool. guys. Oh, that, no, that's brilliant because um, I can, I'll be, how old will I be in 2030? Oh, how old? Oh. oh, I'll be 44. Lord, I'll be. You just need to take six years off 44, you'll be 30. <laughs> oh, God, you'll be 38. Why did that take you so long? Oh God, this is like Joe this morning. I was talking to him about a really simple number, like number sum. And I was like, oh, um, so I was like, is it shit five times four? And I was like, oh, yes, that would be a lot. And Joe was like, are you seriously just sitting there working 20, out? 20, I'd, I'd already worked it out. Joe was like, are you giving yourself a buffer to work out what four times five is? And I was like, right. <laughs> Absolutely not. It is not. Um, 20. <laughs> it's a lot of things. Um, but I managed. But yeah, no, it's been really hot. Um, and then on obviously on Friday, the thunder hit. But I felt, <laughs> oh, Friday, I was just, I was, an, uh, again, an unreasonable human because the thunder here didn't kind of like clear it until Saturday. So Friday yeah, was no. just sticky. It just I, felt like that's the thing. Gemma came over, my friend Gemma, and I was like, let's go pop out and get a cake because we're, cause we're nanas. So we went out to get a cake and then we paid in Marks and Spencer and the lady was like, oh, it's raining out there. And I could smell the rain as I went out, as I was coming towards the door. And then we were walking in it for a bit and I was like, oh, I, I was expecting to be like, do you know in films where you're showered, like the notebook, where you're drenched, but you're cold and refreshed and sexy no I just felt like I'd been bathing in sugar water I was sticky <laughs> or like someone had been like dribbling it on me not even like washed in it but like I just felt like it was it was just not consistently over my sugar body water that's oh oh I couldn't think of anything worse it was horrible I was so sticky and I was just hot and then I just I didn't, then I didn't know what to do with myself I was like what what now <laughs> yeah no yesterday was when it really cooled down and today I mean I didn't want to moan about the heat. Um, I can't believe we've actually talked about the weather for this long. Um, I will move on in a second. In fact, I'm gonna, I'll tell you what I've been up to in the past 10 days. Um, so last weekend, we explored Lincoln on the Saturday. We went out um, early in the morning and then didn't actually get back till really late. So we just went to... Wow, you went out, out? Yeah. We Well, I say really late. Like, we went out at 10 a.m. and came back at 5 p.m. Yeah, out, out. <laughs> 
and we went to our local coffee shop we went to like the local um greengrocer the butcher just like, had a look at some some areas of town that i'm not familiar with that have changed since i lived here oh. over a decade ago that was lovely um and then yesterday i've just realized how close we are to so many great cities so we're really close to york Leeds, Sheffield, Nottingham. York is high on my list. Well, we should go. Um, well, so basically our list was Leeds, Sheffield or Nottingham and Jack made me pick a number and I picked two and two was Sheffield. And I just had the best day ever yesterday. We went to so many amazing places in Sheffield. Went to the Botanical Gardens. We went to check out some really amazing shops. There's a place called Kellam Island, which was the old industrial area um, where loads of stuff's happening and I don't want to be rude to the south I love the south I lived there for 12 years but I kind of forgot how friendly people are the amount of strangers that I spoke to um even when you go into a shop in the north sorry but when you go into a shop in the north you literally come out with a new friend yeah a shop uh, you meet a shopkeeper like this people there's a shopkeeper um sorry not shop there's a shop in Edinburgh that I really love going to and every time I go in there twice the lady's like hi she's so lovely and I'm like if I I go into Sainsbury's down the road all the time no friends no friends I'm not saying southerners are rude not at all but one thing I've noticed since I've even been going to the supermarket up here people will go what 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 are you doing tonight and I'm like what 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 um, um first of all I have to think of something that I'm doing because I'm generally just watching tv or staring into space <laughs> they're like what are you up to and I'm like um but I just I just forgot that that that's how it is up here that everyone's like what are you up to where you been who's this yeah who's he you know how are you feeling and I'm like oh so many questions but I've I've just kind of I guess I've got used to just not talking um to people that I don't know and every time they they speak to me I'm like oh god what, what what's going on but it was lovely. I, I made loads of new friends in Sheffield yesterday. In fact, uh, my test of whether I like someone is whether I go on right move when I get home. Ooh. Just, you know, just have a nose. Why not? Can't hurt anybody. I really want to go to Sheffield. I just can't believe I've never been. It's it's changed a lot. I haven't been for about a decade, and I can't believe how much it's changed. So next on the list, I think we're going to do Nottingham, and then we'll do Leeds. I really want to go back to, I haven't been to Nottingham since Joe studied there and even then we were students and it was, we didn't do cool things. Maybe when we take our uh, fringe of it on the road, on our road show. Yeah, I would like to ad- address that and um, a, a lot of people, well not a lot of people, a few people have said, you know, come up north and um, we just come where people invite us. So, so far only people in London have invited us but we're, we're actively trying to work on, on a fringe we- of it tour. We really want to do a roadshow. We really want to tackle more northern cities. Um, like it's been something I've been yapping on about for so long. Charlotte can attest to that. Definitely, I um, want to go Scotland, Wales, and Ireland as well. But we are we are but two people, and I was going to say only one of us can drive, but both of us can drive. Yeah, but only one of us will drive. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And I don't really like the episode of Friends where Phoebe and Joey take the road trip, and Joey keeps falling asleep. That that is exactly what it would be like. Oh no, I'll be singing. Okay, that's uh, I think even worse. Oh, that's not true. Anyway, shall we move on to Telly Talk? I actually can't believe how much TV I've watched since we last we we last spoke. 
Oh. I've watched a lot. So I have, what have I been watching? Continuing with Dietland. It's making more sense to me now, um, but I still don't think I can explain it, but it's absolutely brilliant. I've caught up on episode nine um, and I just want everyone to watch it. I think it's great. It's on Amazon Prime. The first couple of episodes, I was really confused, but the more I've watched it, the more it's made sense. The other thing that me and Jack have been watching is we've been watching Anthony Bourdain, who tragically committed suicide earlier this year um, and I hadn't heard of him um I kind of saw his posts all over the internet and one of my friends she's got a blog called Le Blog de Paris I think that's what it's called um and she messaged me and she was American and just basically said you know we grew up with him being on on TV and this is this is his back catalogue so um Netflix have actually put two of his series on there one is called parts unknown and the other is called the layover but he just goes around the world i personally prefer parts unknown um, and he dedicates an episode to each city which he does in the layover but in the layover he, he only spends 40 hours there so it's all very very quick whereas parts unknown um i feel like you really get a feel for the place and understand like the social um social and economic situation of that place so we have watched Ooh. so far we started off with london just because i don't know uh, we started off with london we've done nashville we've done hawaii we've done scotland we've done cuba we've done colombia i think where did i where did where were we last night i fell asleep i can't remember but i just can't get enough i mean Ooh, what, what I a legacy like, i really like that it's brilliant i mean Loads of people will be listening to the podcast going, I can't believe you've never heard of him before. Um, and tragically, it took for him to die for me to hear about his work. Um, but there, it, there's just so much. And I've just, I just feel like I've travelled the world, but I've been sat on my sofa. That sounds amazing. That sounds like such a cool series. How many, how many cities is it? it oh, sounds there's, like but there's, honestly, I think with Parts Unknown, there's like six or seven series. Like, wow. The, the back catalogue is just in incredible he's just left such a legacy which just makes what happened even more heartbreaking because he's you know he's seen every kind of corner of the world wow jamaica sorry to interrupt jamaica was what we watched last night and i did actually watch it to the end that was fascinating oh i'm gonna suggest it to joe this evening yeah i think as a um sometimes it can be quite hard to find things to watch it um, as couples because sometimes i just want to watch the princess diaries jack just wants to watch football with such stereotypes but this like we're both really happy to watch yeah oh i like the sound of that um and then the other thing that i was watching actually i wasn't watching anthony um bourdain last night it was the night before last night um jack was finishing what was he doing i can't he's been watching narcos i've tried it can't get on with it it's it's too violent for me um so i just switched on the lady gaga documentary that's on netflix Ooh. and um i'll confess i know like three lady gaga songs but it was such a great documentary i'm now going to go and research Lady Gaga's back catalogue. I am so late to every party, it's ridiculous. How long has Lady Gaga been around for? Ten, ten years? I know, I feel like that's the thing. I feel like I know a lot of her early stuff and then Nana Liv just fell off the wagon. Yeah, well, she's had um, five albums out. I think her sixth album uh, does like talks in the works according from my research afterwards but I just thought it was brilliant Um she seems like a, a kind of a sensitive soul like she feels a lot um but she has a lot of health I, pr a bit problems like me. yeah well um also what was great was I really liked how she handled herself she 
was quite straight talking. Obviously, she's got loads of people on her payroll and she's got, you know, just a whole crew around her at all times. But she kind of like never raised her voice. She never swore, but she really kind of got her point across. And I imagine as a woman in that industry, it can be really, really difficult, which she talks about quite a lot. Um, and I just kind of had quite a lot of respect for her after that. I really admire people that do that so well. They're really articulate and really calm, but also can be really good like leaders or really good examples or bosses or just people that really can manage people well. I think there's a book, um, well, I know there's a book, but I think the title is The Art of Non-Violent Communication that I really want to read. Because sometimes you're trying to like articulate yourself and it can come across, I don't know, as a bit a bit aggressive or a bit, a bit pushy but I, I don't know I just kind of liked the way that that she spoke um Ooh. kind of fe- firm but fair I think well, uh, if Ooh. she was a man nobody would have questioned it so obviously as a woman you know she she kind of she doesn't need to be careful about how she speaks to people but I think I think that she is so um I definitely recommend that and that was on Netflix as well so sorry not really straight off much off Netflix this week I know but still but you've got a good thing going. Exactly. I can't. I just cannot believe how much TV that I've watched this week. It's been a lot. It's been too hot to move. What can you do? I've just sat there with the fan on, practically naked. Sorry, everyone, for that vision. I think, oh, well, it's, it's, it's a vision. <laughs> Very Jim Royal in my vest and my pants. <laughs> oh, I'm sure I was, gonna, I was trying to think of someone else, but I can't. I can't. I'm not that quick. What have you been watching? Well, obviously, apart from the violent, and we'll, we'll do that in a minute. Okay, well, well, I've watched two films. Oh, I've, I've just realised what you're going to say. What was the first one? Okay, so the first one I watched was with Joe, and why? Well, basically, when we were in Mykonos, there was an outdoor cinema um, that you can go to, and it screens films in their native language, and and I think unless they're animation or for children, in which case they'll do it in a language that would be more commonly understood. So we went there. And Coco was playing, which is a Disney film. Oh, I've not uh, watched this. I really want to watch it. It what? Well, we didn't think is at the time we didn't see it because they were actually playing in Spanish. Um, so we were like, okay, well, we're not going to be able to enjoy it properly, obviously, because we don't speak Spanish. Um, so we got home. We watched it. When oh, we got so home. were there no subtitles? I think there might have been, but Joe and you just think oh, I really want to watch it, and I know it's meant to be quite emotional. So Joe and I watched it, and. Oh my god, it's brilliant! It's so good. I, it's never, it never really appealed to. It had appealed to me, but it never jumped out at me um, as being a film I needed to watch. And it was just absolutely heartwarming. Joe cried, I cried, and it was just so lovely. So it's about a family, the, like the Mexican Day of the Dead, and the like, and the ancestors and celebrating them, and about a little boy called Miguel and his relationship with his um, Nana Coco. And, oh, it was just, it really warmed my heart. It made me cry, but it was like, it was really refreshing and quite educational in a way. And it it was, it was really interesting watching, like learning almost. I mean, I, I feel like I should learn other than through a Disney film, but learning about the Day of the Dead and how they kind of, like how they kind, how it's learn about death in a different way and without it being like this big scary obviously it's terrifying but it was really kind of I don't know it made it seem a a less scary way of talking about it to children or younger people in a way if that makes sense yeah definitely I really want to watch it and just kind of I wondered 
not I wondered I mean I know there's a lot of kind of things with Disney and like cult cultural appropriation and things like that but I feel like this is more an educational tool I just yeah I don't know I've, I've kind of I'm gonna watch it after this anyway sorry my my contact lens is just flipped out of my eye oh I hate that sorry I'm back um but no I'm gonna watch it now you've reminded me to watch that's it. the thing like obviously I didn't know an awful lot about like celebration beforehand so I can't say how accurate it is but it did feel like a really educational positive like heartfelt warming film and we just both absolutely loved it and it was just it's got great songs in it as well which I love um I just really enjoyed it talking of great songs oh. please please tell me what you what your what the other film is that you watched oh well twice already now I'm gonna twice? Go back, I'm gonna go back a third time as well try oh, and wow. stop me it's Mamma Mia it's of course it's Mamma Mia oh my god and before I go into it I thought I've always loved Mamma Mia one like we spoke Mama about Mia this one. Mamma Mia one <laughs> Or formerly just Mamma Mia, but obviously... Formerly I... just Mamma Mia. Um, so, but Gemma and I watched it on Friday, and it's only when I watched it back, compared to the new one, that I think, pff, not a touch. Okay, maybe I'll just watch the second one then. Watch the second one, because it's amazing. It's not it often is... the sequel, you know, is as good as the first one, is it? So I've had... But honestly... I've I've listened to the soundtrack endlessly. I feel like I know the running of the tracks now. I know the words, the tracks. Abba B sides I'd never heard of, but now I'm like, what? Oh, let me, like... let me go and test Jack on that because he thinks he's a, he's a real hardcore Abba fan. I'm going to test him on his Abba B sides. Oh, it was brilliant. Like the plot was really solid. The casting was exceptional. Um, just the the like basically, if you don't know what it's about, I won't spoil it, but it's kind of throwing back to a young Donna, aka Meryl Streep's life, and it's how she kind of hooked up with all of the dads and their story and leading back up to the present day. Um, so it's so well casted. The songs just tie in fantastically. Lily James and Amanda Seyfried have got the best singing voices, meaning that when you listen to the soundtrack, it it is just like listening to a great soundtrack. It doesn't feel... I mean, there are a couple of songs that are just hilarious. Obviously, when Pierce Brosnan sings, everyone's just a bit like... <laughs> but honestly, it was so brilliant. And I just cannot get enough of it. I'm hooked. I can't believe you've been twice in a week. I know. I just can't stop. And I was going to say, when I come up to you on Tuesday to Lincoln, I was like, we could see it again. Um, let's, let's see whether I need to get some air conditioning desperately or not. I mean, okay, but I, I'm obsessed with it. I'm just completely in love with it. The thing is, my dad, um, well, basically, Gemma hadn't seen the first one properly, wasn't fussed about it, even though she's a huge Abba fan. My dad had seen it, again, wasn't that fussed. My dad sobbed, he howled, and a guy who he works with, his friend Dan, his brother was in it, so we were like... Oh, I do like that when someone you know is in a got film. Quite a big role. Got quite a big role. He plays a guy called Alexio. Did you um, sit and wait for the credits? Because that's such a thing to do when somebody you yeah. know has got something to do with a you film. Were, you were like, oh, Gerard. 
Yeah, but um, I cannot get enough of it, and I'm just working out. I'm kind of going through a list of friends who haven't seen it yet and working if I can take them. So Joe's not seen it yet, and I said, as a reward for doing the photography at this wedding, will he let me go with him? And um, my nan hasn't seen it, um, so I'm going to try and take both of them so I can get two more watches in. That's two. If you can persuade me, that's three, and, and your total will be five. Yeah, which um, I'd be happy with. Until the DVD comes out or the digital know, download. That's the thing. You see the box office hits its head. That's just me. Just me alone. <laughs> um, as well. Oh, no. What trailer have you have you seen? Oh, my God. So when I saw it the second time, the first time I saw the Queen trailer again, obviously, which I loved. Not the crown. Se- not the crown. Um, the second time I saw. So I know I mentioned back in March, I'd, I'd watch Goodbye, Christopher Robin, which I loved. Um, this is the trailer for Christopher Robin and oh my god I could not handle it it was the cutest thing I've ever seen what's what I don't understand the difference is it so help tell me explain so goodbye Christopher Robin is Christopher Robin like from a young boy growing up yeah I've seen that more through yeah more through AA Mill this one is about Christopher Robin as a grown man oh okay interesting and all of the Winnie the Pooh characters are in it and they talk and it's just like it's it's Paddington cute it's like levels of cute where you look at your dog and you think oh it's like my dog talking it was the cutest trailer I've ever seen and I was just open mouthed at how adorable it was I am doing was, everything in my power not to hang up this call and go and watch it I feel like can you can you watch it now because I literally couldn't believe how cute it was a lot can happen in three years, like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at uh1.com. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two year contracts, they said, What the f? are you talking about you insane hollywood ass so to recap we're cutting the price of mint unlimited from 30 dollars a month to just 15 dollars a month give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch 45 dollars up front for three months plus taxes and fees promote for new customers for limited time unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows full terms at mintmobile.com okay we're recording again that was the greatest thing i've ever seen oh my god so there's a second trailer as well where it's poo on a train and he's playing like a say what you see game and, oh, I have to show you that clip as well because it's unbelievably cute. But I just watched it in the cinema and I was like, this is this was made for me. Well, I got goose pimples within 10 seconds and I showed them to live. I think for me, it's the texture of Pooh. <laughs> like, he looks so cuddly and warm and cute. It's his little tiny eyes and his little voice. And I look at Maggie and I think, oh, that's how you would sound. Yeah, no, that looks absolutely heartwarming. You and McGregor... And Oh, and it's out in a few weeks. So August that makes the third. Me... No, August the third. That's out. Oh, it's going to be out next week. Maybe we can. Isn't it? Maybe we can see an advance of that on Tuesday. I don't know how they work these days. I don't know. Yeah, if anyone is watching that can access an advance screening for Charlotte and I, that looks incredible. I can't believe you actually made me stop recording the podcast to watch it. It was well worth it. Yeah, if anyone else doesn't want to watch anything we recommend this week, watch the four-minute trailer. It's, Go on. It's beautiful. Go well, on. Well, let's change the tone and um, not not very kind of cute and cuddly um, and move on to Love Island. 
Oh, yeah, let's do it. 60 seconds. Are you ready for Liv's Love Island Minute? So this is like my second to last ever Love Island Minute. Some people Does will it... be cheering. Some people will be roaring with glee, but it ends tomorrow night, which is Monday. And tonight, I feel, is the episode with the parents. Um, although, from, a, from the preview, Danny Dyer only appears uh, via Skype. But he will be on it, Charlotte, so if you want to watch, watch it tonight. Um this is where I tune in. That's why Charlotte tunes in. So basically, I felt really despondent with Alex this week. And I feel like he's going to leave tonight because I've just at my wits end with him. I really wanted to like him. And I really thought it was quite cute and awkward and quite sweet. But after his talk with Alexandra, I feel like I'm out. I'm out. She served the girl power sass. Ten seconds. Really? Oh, God. Um, And I love the dates. I loved um, I loved. Danny and Jack on the balloon. They're moving in together. I've really wasted this minute, but it's going to get better from next week. <laughs> I'm not extending it. I don't care if it is the penultimate love. I know. I feel like yeah. I feel like I have a lot to say after parents and after Alex inevitably leaves. So it is next week the last one. Tomorrow. Right. So maybe next week you can have two minutes. Maybe I'll see. I'll canvas oh. opinion and get back to you. Thank you. As well as TV, I have been doing a lot of reading. Um, I'm going to save two books that I have purchased for the shopping section. Um, but I did mention a few weeks ago that I had bought Rennie Edo Lodge's book, Why I'm No Longer Talking to White People About Race. I have finally started reading it and I've actually put in my notes that it's turned my world upside down. Every now and again, something comes along and just challenges your worldviews. And this is exactly what this book has done. Um, I'm three quarters of the way through. Um, I'm going to finish it tonight. That's my that's my goal. But um, it's basically um, a lot of stuff I've read about race has been quite US centric, whereas this really focuses on um, racism within the UK and kind of oh, that's good. yeah. And it's it, it talks about um, the Stephen Lawrence murder talks about so many more kind of crimes against black people um, that we are quite familiar with growing up and then it goes it, it goes right back um and basically you know to why the foundations of this country has kind of been been brought up with structural racism and it's a lot it's a lot for me to take in and, and it's a lot for me to understand and when I've been talking about it I've really kind of been cautious about the language that I've been using um but I've really found um I've been speaking on Instagram stories and quite a few people gave me some suggestions of um women of colour to follow and I have been doing the work as it's called which is basically they're not there to tell me um what's going on like it's my responsibility as a white woman to educate myself further and that's what I feel like I've been doing and I feel like I've just scratched the surface so if anybody has anything they would like me to read um I have I actually have a big reading list after this um this book that I've ordered from Amazon but I've been following um Rachel Cargill on Instagram um, a really brilliant woman as well called Lisa Renee Hall, who does some really great teachings. You know, if you really want to... Um... Oh, is that the live that you recommended? Yeah, yeah. Because so suddenly... I watched that. Yeah. So the live was all about white fragility. And basically, um, I think for a lot of white women, um, it's quite hard to deal with. Not hard to deal with. Um, it's just new concepts that you may not have noticed, like um, the way that your white privilege has served you in this lifetime. And it's a really amazing test. Uh, did you take the test? 
I took the test after you posted about it. Yeah. And it's it it really is eye opening because I think obviously very few people are actually attuned to how much white privilege has benefited like served in their favour. And then it's actually you do that quiz and you're like, that is shocking. Yeah. So it was originally devised in nineteen eighty nine by Peggy McIntosh and hers um was from a paper that she wrote, and I think hers was 23 questions long, whereas there's a new one now that's 26 questions long, um, and basically I answered 26 out of 26. I'll put a link in the show notes so that um, people can go and read it. But what um, Lisa Renee Hall um, on Instagram, she was talking about white fragility, and she was talking about being highly sensitive um, and an introvert. I'm not necessarily an introvert. I'm only laughing because um Nobody's ever called me an introvert. She does teaching specifically on how you can be a good ally to people of colour. And this one was focused on sustained activism, as she calls it. So I think it's really hard to talk about race because you don't want to get it wrong. Um, But I think, as you and me have have both said, what's really important is to acknowledge when you get it wrong. Listen. Yeah. Listen when you get it wrong. Listen to to people's suggestions, people's advice, and apologise when you get it wrong. Um, yeah, and I think you know, as you and me have had kind of private discussions, staying silent online isn't an option anymore. There are so yeah. many horrific things happening, and we have to use our voices, especially because you know people listen to us and we have platforms. Um, and so Lisa was talking about sustained activism and how you know it may be that you feel really uncomfortable if you're an introvert going to a protest, but maybe what you can do is maybe look at different forms of. Um, breaking down all these barriers so you can look at writing you can look at art you can look at knitting you can look at getting groups together you can look at educating your friends educating your family and most importantly doing all of this work but um as I say I'm just scratching the surface I've also been following um Shishi Rose on Instagram well-read black girl but yeah this book has kind of turned my world upside down and made me feel really uncomfortable and uncomfortable to my stomach where I can physically feel it because I've just seen how much privilege I've been brought up with and I've, I've, I've known about privilege. I felt that I knew how much it had had an impact on my life but it wasn't until I started reading this that I really understand the effect that it's had on what I've been able to achieve in this world so far. So um, quite deep there. Um, but something I feel that, that we need to talk about because it's it's all I've been talking about all week. Like me and Jack have been having like lengthy discussions at bedtime, just really kind of like breaking it down. And I think most importantly, like what we're going to discuss and tell June. Going forward. Yeah, yeah, because that's really important. Because for me to get to like 32 and start doing all this work is is actually ridiculous. You know, That's the thing. And I feel like, sorry to interrupt, no, you've no, articulated fine. it so well. And it does make you feel uncomfortable and it might make you feel like guilty or just like powerless or anything, but it's being able to talk about it and actually stop like those conversations and you won't get everything right, obviously, but it's about learning and it's about teaching yourself and listening and using your platform and doing it in a way that, I mean, that's the thing. It's like, it's it's so sensitive and you want to be able to word things correctly and not, you know, do any damage and you want to be of use but it's doing it in a way that you feel you've learned enough even after you did your stories about it I shared them and I was I was I had a message and it was more like oh surely that's what the book's for and it's like it's so much more than just a book 
but you have to read that and then you have to learn and teach yourself and read articles, follow people and hear what people are saying opposed to just reading a book and being like, yeah, I t- I'm clued up now. Yeah. It's, it's about it's about doing the work, essentially. Yeah, I like think, and I, I think um, we spoke briefly before, before we did the podcast, but it's lifelong work. It's about yeah. supporting um, black businesses. It's about kind of like supporting things financially if you can. Um, it, and Sorry, and I just keep referring to this live that Lisa Renee Hall did because it was just amazing. But she said, you know, we're all leaders. We all have followers in you know, in this day and age. So it's up to us to use to use whatever platform that you've got, whether you've got two people following you or 200,000 people following you. Like, it's no longer, like, we can't stay, stay silent. But um, there was a really great blog post, which I'll link, I'll link to as well. Um, but it was basically discussing, you know, why we need to teach our white children about race. And it just, that's what's kind of, like, been whirring around in my head all all week, just kind of, like, thinking, you know, we were brought up to think all people were equal. And as we said, you know, they it absolutely should be in, you know, in a world we shouldn't be able to see colour, but that's not the world that we live in. So I, you know, I'm going round and round thinking, you know, what am I going to tell June? Am I going to tell her that she is actually in a privileged position just, just from the way that she was born? My friend who's a social worker um, sent me a book and it's called Odd Girl Out by Laura James. And she's a really successful journalist and she's autistic and you know, it's not, as well as this, it's about looking at people with disabilities, all kinds of sections of society that are ignored, that, you know, we don't see in the mainstream. Um, So I feel like, I feel like I've had a bit of a pivotal week in in my life, and I'll definitely look back on this and be like, that was a turning point, that was the point that I was reading, and I was educating, and I was actually speaking out, because I've probably been silent for a bit too long, and I didn't realise how damaging being silent was. Um... But yeah, I, I I don't know how to close that one and move on. No, I think you've I think you've articulated it perfectly. And even after we were saying like you did those stories, and I was watching her live as well. And when she was talking about how people would define a leader, and it was like, oh, people say someone that takes like can influence people, or someone that has you know people listening to them. And it was it made you realise that actually we all talk about using our platforms for the better. We all say it. And we're like, yeah, yeah, I want to do as much as I can. And sometimes that will make you feel uncomfortable. And sometimes that means pushing yourself out of your comfort zone to talk about things that will actually be more, are more important than odd bits and bobs that you think have that kind of value. But you articulated it perfectly. And I really, I said to you, I sent you a message and I was like, I really admire you for that because I think, knowing how you're going to talk about things and articulate yourself in a way that you think you've done something so important and broad justice is difficult but by making those steps you've broken your own barrier down to make more steps if that makes sense yeah totally um I mean I definitely wouldn't give myself a, a pat on the back at all but um what I did do and for anybody else kind of thinking well how can I start talking about this kind of stuff you know what can I do I actually wrote everything down just so that because I had so many thoughts whirring around my head the great thing was I kind of wrote them down just so that it could make sense to people listening um yeah I, th- I think that was quite important but I think the thing is as we said you just have to start talking about it and and hopefully you won't get it wrong but if you do accept it listen apologize but I think the word listen is 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 so important yeah 100 percent 100 percent so 
since I'm talking about books, let's move on to shopping. A bit of a weak link, but I have um, bought two books this week. Um, one Ooh. is called The Keeper of Lost Things by Ruth Hogan. I'm not going to lie. I bought it because it had a lot of flowers on the cover. I was going to say, I've just seen a glimpse of the cover and I was like, I, I'm going to, I'm not going to call you like shallow or appearance based, but I was like, I'm feeling like it's, I'm feeling like it's cover connected. Yeah. I mean, it has sold, sold over half a million copies. Um, and if you open... <laughs> so it's all right inside as well. Yeah. And if you open the, the front cover, there's loads of five star reviews, but it was actually, there was an offer on where I bought it. And if you bought one paperback, you got another for two pounds. So that's why I picked that one. And then the other book that I've bought is Eleanor Oliphant is Completely Fine by Gail oh. Honeyman. Have you read that? I've read half of it. It's really good. Again, like how late am I to the party? The whole of the the whole of the internet's read it. It's brilliant. So I've read, I've bought those two, and to be honest, I've not bought bought that much this week. What about you? Do you know what? I've been toying with quite a big purchase this week, and it's a bag, and I've liked it for months, and I've say I've got money saved. Um, I think when you're saving up for other things like a wedding, big purchases don't ever feel important. Um, and when you have a house, things don't feel important. But there's a bag that I really like. And it keeps popping up. It keeps selling out. It keeps popping up. And it's a Gucci bag. And even saying that, I'm like, God, that feels really fancy. Tell but, us about the Gucci bag, Liv. Who am I? Who, who is this girl? Um, it's this, it's almost rattan wicker bag with a floral lining and it's got the gucci symbols on it at no point um, when you sent me the links you tell me it had a floral lining it's got floral lining as well it's, and per- it's perfection it's so beautiful and i very rarely see designer bags and think god that's gorgeous because very rarely can i afford them <laughs> so i tend to just not look at them but um very rarely do i even see them and think god i really would get a lot of use out of that and I saw this months ago. I think I saw it on, um, I don't know who I saw it on. And I was like, she's a cracker. And this week I've seen Florence the Machine wearing it. And, oh, it's, just, it's lovely. What are you going to do? I don't know. Think. Think and be sensible. Think and be sensible. Hopefully it will, it will sell out before before you have to make any decisions. Yeah, I hope so. Here's hoping. Your face. The only other things on my list that I bought this week um, is Barata. Oh, was it you I had to introduce to Barata? No, it definitely, sorry. I'm just not having that. It definitely wasn't me. You're like, don't insult me. <laughs> um, for anybody out there who's like, what is Barata? It's mozzarella's creamier cousin. Can I call it that? <laughs> I would have called her a creamier sister, but I think cousin sounds the the alliteration there is far more pleasing yeah so um i haven't been abroad for ho- for a holiday for a while as, as i've said on this podcast before and i think there's certain things when it gets really hot like i really want to eat some paella um burrata like the things you would eat if you went abroad um but i was like I can, I only... I, yeah i can eat them here so my friend um who owns the cheese society in lincoln a society i'm very much a part of 
Oh, is that the one we were going to go to and we didn't? Yeah, I still don't know why we didn't go anyway. Um, she um, ordered some in and most cheese shops will order some in for you. So we had we had that for our tea last Saturday and I was really pleased. So I just... What did you have it with? I just gen gently pan-fried some tomatoes on a bed of rocket with a drizzle of pesto and then a slice of sourdough. And that was your tea? And it was It was enough, let me tell you, because Jack was looking at it like, where's the rest of my dinner? I was going to say, I've always thought of it as more of a starter. Yeah, no, it was really great. And that has urged me and Jack to try going vegetarian for a week as well. Ooh. So I've been feeling a bit... Ooh, a, a sorry. Bit... Oh, go on. No, your um, week of vegetarian actually has just made me think about a cookbook I bought recently. Oh, what is it? Um, well, it's the Eat, is it Eat Happy by Melissa Hemsley. Oh, yes, I have that wagging my finger at you. It's brilliant um i hadn't used it for until recently this week um joe and i did a food shop last week last sunday and normally we sit down with a few recipe books pull out things we like and instead i just look through one book and i flick through because i feel like sometimes if you just use one recipe book some of the ingredients cross over quite a lot or yeah. herbs you might need and it Good saves tip. a bit of money so i was looking at this book and we've cooked four dishes from it this week, and they're all brilliant. Are they all vegetarian? Um, two of all, two are fish based, um, but the other is vegetarian. The other two are vegetarian. Actually, I say vegetarian. We're gonna we're gonna be eating fish, but I just so pescatarian. Yes, sorry, pescatarian. We, but I just haven't been feeling great recently. Like I've just, I don't know if it's the heat. It probably is the heat. I'm British. At the end of the day, I can't cope with these with these soaring temperatures. But I've just like felt a bit dizzy here and there, and just generally kind of. Just not felt myself, so I've, I've um, the trampoline, I ordered the wrong one, the trampoline's arrived has been has, and has been erected, so I'm going to try some exercise this week, and then I'm also, like, I'm just, I wasn't getting my five a day, so I was like, if I just eliminate meat, it just really encourages me to eat more vegetables, so we've done a meal plan for the whole of next week, um, and I will report back on, on our findings. Oh, yeah, I definitely recommend this book if you've got it, because there's a nice dal, I tried, we cooked a dal. Oh, yeah. There was a teriyaki salmon, which we did, which was delicious. Um, a pizza omelette with mozzarella. And then, then we also did this um, cod, or I think we just had it in like a parcel with pesto. Oh, Good. yeah. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to dig that out. I keep um, digging cook, cooking books out. I'm putting, I told you, putting them on my puffet. And um, we're just going to have to interrupt because Maggie's still asleep on Liv's shoulder. And she just looks like she's having the best afternoon. Oh, she's just such a little angel. I can't bear it. She'd have a poo in my nan's house today, though. So. Um, oh look, here we are talking about poo again. I know it's not. It's not all. Uh, what is it? It's like roses, swings and no sunshine and rainbows. Sunshine and rainbows, swings and roses. Swings and swings and roundabouts. Oh. <laughs> Yeah, I get those those mixed up all the time. Um, but yeah, so this shopping section for me uh, is is pretty weak. I have been eyeing up some shoes. Um, one in Marks and Spencer, some silver shoes. They were um, flat with three straps, but I tried them on and I'm just not ready for a closed toe shoe. It's just not my time. I, I hear you. I hear you. I, I did see the ones that you shared. They looked absolutely gorgeous. I also shared some from Clark's and I have ordered them that on the way. I will report back. Ooh, I'm excited. Oh, I, you know what I did order this week. I ordered some running shorts because I downloaded Couch to 5K and I realised I had no appropriate Ooh. Act active work. So you've not started yet? 
Not yet. Not but... till the shorts arrive. Are they Tom Selleck in a Three Men and a Baby kind of shorts? One can only hope that. I hope if Danny for, from Greece, like a uh, grey mall. Oh, oh, kind of a, a heavy fabric for running. Well, do you know what? I've got one pair of leggings and I put them on this week. Um, they're a little bit tighter than they once were. I've also got a hole in them. Don't know how that appeared. So um, I thought... <laughs> I know exactly how my um, hole in my leggings appeared once we went, me and Jack went to Cheddar Gorge. And um, <laughs> have you ever been up the gorge? I haven't. I know Carrie has many times. It's intense. We only did half I went there it. actually when I was a baby on holiday, but I don't remember it. I, I don't even know what you do with a baby in Cheddar Gorge. So just... It's it's off road. Anyway, we'd we'd finished half the gorge, and then as I was walking down the road, you know, like I had a fall. I just took a fall, and then before I knew it, I was on my back. And Jack described me as a ladybird that was on on her shell, kind of oh. flailing around. And um, yeah, that's why why I've got a hole in my leggings. Don't know why you've got a hole in yours. I will be back one one day to do the rest of Cheddar Gorge, but um, I'll be on my trampoline getting fitter. The couch to 5k, um, do they give you a recommended time scale? I think it's over, I don't know how long it's over. Oh, is it say full eight week program? Okay, so couch to 5k in eight weeks. Essentially, but it kind of breaks it down. So it's like a five, the, the day one is 25 minutes, five minute warm up, five minute cool down, 15 minutes, one minute run, and 1.5 minute walk six times. Oh, okay. If I don't get on with my trampoline, I'm definitely gonna gonna download this. Yeah, I feel like I need to start exercising in some capacity. Talking of apps, I went round to my friend's house earlier this week and I lost my phone. And I am not joking, I lost it for half an hour. And I had to meet my mum and it was just like a really and it was really hot. I was really annoyed because I couldn't tell my mum that I was gonna be late. Um it was just a really stressful situation. Anyway. My friend whipped out a thing called a tile, which she kindly gave me, and it's a little square kind of button, and you put them on your key ring, and the idea is you can put a tile in anything, kind of um, your wallet, a folder, um, and you can track it from your phone, so whatever the item is. So it's on my keys, so now the idea is when I lose my phone, I can press the tile on my keys, and even if my phone's on silent, because my phone is always on silent, it will ring, and then hope you know hopefully I can hear it. But if I've lost my keys, I can go on my phone and then it will tell me exactly where my keys are. However, That's smart. If I lose my phone and my keys, I'm, I'm, I'm back to screwed. But, you know. You're in, you're in shit's creek. Yeah, literally. But this gives me a better chance than normal because my phone's always on silent and I'm always losing it. Mm, I'm impressed. Um, have you got anything else we've not covered? I don't think we have. Uh, the only thing would have been something to mention at the beginning um, it was just about me getting back to work and feeling like I've got my mojo back a bit. Oh, have you? I've got my mojo back. Which is really nice, isn't it? Because I, I was a bit worried about going back after taking a week off. Because I just felt a bit out of, out of sorts, a bit out of practice. And then this week, did a video, did my newsletter, did my blog posts. And I feel like I've got my wiggle back on. So you needed that week. You needed to take it off. Yeah, and it was quite hard. I sat in front of my laptop when I got back and I was just like, felt really unmotivated. And then today I've uploaded one of my videos and it's gone down nicely. And I feel, yeah, getting my getting my stuff, pulling my socks back up and feeling more myself. I don't want to say it because summer is not over, but I feel like I can see September. Like I can just see it over the horizon. I'm not, I'm not egging it on. I'm not rushing it on. But that new school kind of like 
I'm, I'm kind of getting ready for it, do you know what I mean? That's what's putting my mojo, my work mojo back in line anyway. Yeah, exactly. And that's the thing, like that back to school feeling. Yeah, we're not there yet. And as I say, I'm not wishing time away, but I can just see it. I can smell it. Well, I've really enjoyed this. Um, I've had a lovely old catch up. I feel like if we had a topic today, it would be the longest episode in the world. Yeah, I agree with that. So that's it from us. And we will speak to you next week. We've got two more episodes before we go on a two-week break for the summer. Yeah, so we're going to make them real good. So the Hoxton Hotel event is now live. That is on the 8th of August, and it's in partnership with Origins, and it's at the Hoxton Hotel in Holborn. If you head to the Facebook group, you can see a link to buy tickets there. Bye! <laughs>